Radio. So on this feast, we proclaim Jesus Christ as the King of the Universe. And a question which arises straight away is, what kind of king is Jesus? What does his kingship mean? Because although there are some parallels with earthly kingship, there are also many things which seem to set Jesus apart from other kings. So we know a king has to have a kingdom. Jesus' kingdom is one that extends over the whole universe. So his power, unlike any earthly kingdom, is unlimited. He has sovereignty over everything, over all creation. And yet, this king is also a king who suffers. He's a servant king, a suffering servant king. So how does that work? How are we meant to see Jesus as a king when at the same time we see him suffering and giving his life? Well, because the ultimate greatness, I suppose, in a Christian life, the ultimate royalty is to do with love. It's to do with love. So how does generally an earthly king assert his sovereignty? How does an earthly king keep his kingdom? Well, by showing great power in terms of military force, waging violent wars, conquering enemy territory, through the sword, through domination. But the kingdom of Jesus Christ is not like that. The kingdom of Jesus Christ is one that works always through love, through self-sacrifice, through non-violence. And yet the power of that kingdom is far more profound than any earthly kingdom. And that's what we see in the lives of each of the saints. We see this amazing kingdom of love developing all around them because the strange thing about the kingdom of God is really it begins within us it begins within us the territory to be won over if you like by Christ the king is the territory of our own soul because within us a battle is waging a battle is waging between darkness and light between sin and God's reign. And it's something we experience every day. Even just getting up in the morning, sometimes we need a triumph of God's grace over the darkness that would say, just stay there, just roll over, press snooze for the 50th time. I hope that's not just me I'm talking about. So the battle the battle of Christ the King happens, first of all, within ourselves. But the wonderful thing is when we begin to let Jesus Christ conquer us, we begin to make him the only one who's enthroned within us, then beautiful things begin to happen.
because the kingdom of God bears fruit. I was just watching recently the life of somebody called Sister Claire Crockett. don't know if any of you have come across her. She's someone who um, died very recently, really, in an earthquake in Ecuador. But Sister Claire was an Irish sister who just spread joy around her wherever she went. She had a wicked sense of humor um, and just was able to just create this wonderful atmosphere of, of love, joy, and peace wherever she went. And that's because she had allowed Jesus Christ really to win her over. And one of the other sisters that she was with asked her, how is it, sister, that you seem to be pouring yourself out? That you seem to be giving everything to Jesus Christ? And she said very simply to this other sister, are we not brides of the crucified one? And are we as Christians not always linked to that cross? That cross which isn't any longer just a symbol of torture, any symbol of violence. The cross now is a symbol for us of love. And that love takes sacrifice, but that love gives and is creative. Love that brings new life to the world, to a world that so badly needs it. So Jesus is a powerful king indeed, a king whose reign can change everything if we just let it. But although Jesus is a king, we mustn't forget that he is also a friend. That Jesus Christ, as a king, doesn't want to remain far off from us. Because when we picture a king, sometimes we think of someone on a throne who we dare not approach, who we dare not even speak to without permission. But that's not the kind of king that Jesus is. Jesus is a king who wants to be our friend, who wants intimacy with us, who wants a personal relationship with us. But to have a personal relationship with anybody, we need to spend time with them. It's no good saying someone's our best friend, you know, and we never talk to them, we never ring them up, we never ask how they're doing. Very strange sort of friendship that if we want a personal friendship, a relationship with Jesus, we have to invite him into everything. And that means, first of all, that we drop our masks. We drop our insistence that everything is okay and that we're all okay and there's no problems. As if God only wanted to hear the good stuff. God wants to hear it all. Jesus wants to hear it all. We have to take to him all our joys, our sorrows, our struggles, our addictions, our shame. Whatever we have, whatever we're, we are dealing with, we must bring it to him. Because Jesus Christ wants to change our lives. But he can only do that if we make ourselves vulnerable. If we drop our masks if we stop trying to be a kind of plaster cast model of what we think God wants and we start to be real with him because when we're real with God 
in a sense, he begins to be real in us. He begins to affect change that we didn't think was possible before. The truth is, Jesus Christ wants to lift us up. He wants to lift us up to sit on his throne. Now, when we were baptized, we were baptized into the royalty of Jesus Christ. We say we're priest, prophet, and king. All of us through baptism, in a sense, are kings destined to reign with Jesus on his throne. So remember that the Lord who loves you wants to lift you up. He wants to take you out of the darkness and bring you into his wonderful light. Let's allow him to do that. As a free, not-for-profit service, Cradio requires the support of people like you to help keep us going in our mission. To donate, visit cradio.org.au slash donate.